0: Welcome, I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning, manifestation, spirit, and the energies we navigate, how we create our life through archetypes, symbols, the seasons, timing, and our instincts and intuitions. We begin on October 26, 1929 from the Saturday Evening Post, quote, I believe in intuitions and inspirations. I sometimes feel that I am right. I do not know that I am. When two expeditions of scientists, financed by the Royal Academy, went forth to test my theory of relativity, I was convinced that their conclusions would tally with my hypothesis. I was not surprised when the eclipse of May 29, 1919, confirmed my intuitions. I would have been surprised if I had been wrong. End quote. Albert Einstein. The total solar eclipse from 1919 was the longest of the 20th century. Estimations are it was around six minutes. This podcast is being recorded amid the partial solar eclipse in Taurus. The aspects today include spectacular lineups with Jupiter and Venus, with the addition of Uranus adding a supercharged element, among other things. (laughs) There are other aspects. One astrologer calls this an exalted eclipse. Einstein's work on his theory of relativity was announced to the world in 1915, but nobody noticed. It took the solar eclipse years later to jettison him into the pantheon of greatness. Until Einstein, Sir Isaac Newton's law of universal gravitation held sway. It was the apple that fell for no reason that was the inspiration for his views on gravity. Newton also surmised that oceanic tidal forces were the result of the sun and moon's gravitational attraction of the sun and moon on the oceans of the earth. But Newton's gravitational theory didn't work on the planet Mercury's orbit around the sun, which shifts. Einstein proved the sun could curve space so much that it would alter the orbit of nearby masses. Newton theorized an object resisted a change in motion. Inertia. But what I, Sir Isaac Newton did in private revolved around alchemy, which during the scientific revolution was disparaged and considered a mystical pseudoscience because magic was involved. Without alchemy, compounds that can be broken down into parts, Newton might have failed as a scientist. The recipe for philosopher's stone is the stuff of legends because it was believed this substance could turn base metals into gold. Imagination. The mathematical geniuses that came before stood in line behind René Descartes, who is considered the father of modern philosophy, centuries after Socrates. Famous for I think, therefore I am, it was Descartes who dared say, quote-unquote, observation and experiment formed a, quote-unquote, new science. Descartes believed in intuition, the foundation of thought, which separates itself from actual matter. Over centuries, mathematicians were known as philosophers who paved the way for new and the next discoveries. It's been over 100 years since Einstein's theory of relativity was proven by the longest solar eclipse in the 20th century. Eclipses happen every six months or so, twice a year. They bring fated events, push humanity into unknown places. So imagine Einstein's world when his intuition informed his theory, which was abstract at first. He was doubted for years, his views underappreciated, unappreciated until the eclipse of 1919 because there was no proof. The fated eclipse that jettisoned Einstein into history didn't surprise him. His intuition triggered his instinct that his theory of relativity was correct. It's this imagination that will one day destroy Einstein's theory when it's exposed to extremes, say, like a black hole. But that's for physicists and scientists. I'm concerned with the foundational philosophy of intuition, instincts, and and imagination as creative jet fuel for humans, including the likes of Einstein, Descartes, and so many others. The difference... Between Einstein and Descartes, Einstein was not a philosopher, he admitted, but strictly a physicist. Descartes takes the brain into territory of the mind's calculations. Einstein believed humans didn't ha- don't have free will, but are swayed by endocrines, synapses, and hormones. <laughs> Women can certainly appreciate the nod to hormones. Our predetermination manifests because of the brain, say modern scientists. For philosophers and creatives, there is a gargantuan missing piece. Henry Ford once said that his actions were determined by an inner voice. Socrates called this quote-unquote inner voice his daemon, a guiding spirit. Experience has taught me that as a human, you can have both. In the Saturday Evening Post article I quoted earlier, the interviewer, interviewer was surprised that Einstein seemed to trust his intuition more than knowledge. When he, re, when he asked him the question, Einstein's response was as illuminating as his six-page theory. quote, "I am enough of an artist to draw freely upon my imagination. Imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited." Imagination encircles the world, Einstein replied. He was a Jew, but accepted the historical existence of Jesus. The Gospels, according to Einstein, leave the reader having felt the, quote, actual presence of Jesus, end quote. There was no conflict for this great scientist and self-proclaimed artist Einstein his intuition and inspiration guided him to the abstract theory of relativity there wasn't proof but Einstein believed he was he was right he had faith Descartes book rules for the direction of the mind revolves around the idea of intuition, much as Einstein did for his theory of relativity. Einstein admitted that no one can visualize dimensions or electricity, which are appreciated in the abstract. According to Des- Descartes' rules, two conditions must be present for intuition to be in play. Quote-unquote, clear and distinct Properties must stand out in a the theory of intuition and must be, quote-unquote, simultaneously whole. When we deduce one idea from another, this is the mind's deductive rule, separate from intuition. Quote, in ourselves there are just four faculties that can be used for knowledge, understanding, imagination, sense, and memory. End quote said Descartes. One of the com- most compelling through lines in Descartes' rules is his intuition of the mind and how it works beyond brain function, if you will, beyond brain function, you know, like the computer of the brain who automatically uh, gives us impulses and reactions. This is the great French philosopher a mathematician at his most dynamic The urgency in which he suggests we prepare the mind to identify definite intuition, which is so shrewdly examined. But this can only be done through spontaneity spontaneity in the moment, according to Descartes. Intuition can't be sought out in the explanation of his theory. As a creative master, artist, and philosopher, I believe... I have experienced intuition that I have sought out. Our imagination pictures what we intuit so our intellect can deduce its meaning, perceive more accurately what it means. Intuition is the stuff of imagination and beyond proof, where experience and observation enter. How we experience the mind's inner workings is the only proof needed. Johannes Kepler helped ignite the scientific revolution, a time when religions clashed, science clashed with all religions, and astrology was seen as a superstition with the advance of astronomy as a science. science. Kepler was also a mathematician, but he was a scientist who discovered the elliptical paths of the planets, which replaced the notion of circular theory. The contradictions between the ancient mathematical system of astrology and the advancement of ma- man's knowledge continued. It continues to this day. The scientific revolution and the religious reformation collided during the Renaissance, which was the start of humanism and the importance of life over the afterlife. Kepler, however, was one of the most sought-after astrologers, known for his accurate charts. Whether it was Newton's alchemical imagination or Kepler's astrological predictions, I'm drawn back to Descartes' brilliant assessment of the mind and intuition. It goes beyond glands or nodes of the brain that signal and the supposition that our actions are predetermined and not and, and do not involve free will. The theory of imagination and intuition inspired Einstein to believe his theory before the eclipse of 1919, even though he couldn't prove it to be true. Imagine the shock when Einstein was proven correct, his reputation rising over, over others in history. It changed the way man thought of life. This is the type of news that eclipses can bring. New revelations about life as a human. Shocking shifts that change our view of the world in which we live. Our personal life, too. Nothing in science dethrones Einstein's theory of intuition and imagination over knowledge. Nothing in science dethrones the importance of planets and their orbits in the discovery of theories over history. And as sure as alchemy leads to experience and levels of discovery, like astrology, the magical components of intuition, imagination, and instincts remain critical to our understanding of the mind beyond brain functions and its reach. Science is dependent on imagination, intuition, and instinct, which are activated in the mind using memory and connective experiences. The mind isn't dependent on science, nor is the intuition and imagination Einstein utilized to create his theory of relativity, which is his instincts told him which his instincts told him was correct, without proof, scientific or otherwise. The theory of relativity began as an abstract notion, pure imagination based on intuition. The greatest mathematicians were also astrologers, an ancient mathematical system used to explain the planet stars and the heavens above the world. Astronomy is the science on which the mythology of the planets, stars, and the heavens is based. Today's new moon solar eclipse in Taurus is aspected by Uranus. In Greek mythology, Uranus was God before Zeus assumed the position. A solar eclipse only happens on a new moon. It is the second new moon in April, a black moon. Since Taurus is the second sign in the astrological year, the first is Aries, this Earth sign takes what was imagined during the Aries season and grounds it. Taurus is ruled by Venus, which colors the symbolic analysis through astrology, as does Uranus, which is the Great Awakener, shaking up the stagnation that the fixed sign of Taurus can represent in its shadow element. What is ignited during Taurus's partial solar eclipse has life beyond the astronomical moment of today. Eclipses come in pairs with another ignition in the fall. Imagine the energetic contagion set off by today's eclipse. It's followed on May 15th, at 8:29 p.m. Pacific daylight time by a total lunar eclipse in Taurus's mirror sign of Scorpio and it is a supermoon. This is a different beast than today's exalted solar eclipse. A water sign unlike Taurus, Scorpionic energy is deep, emotional and psychic. Part of the Taurus Scorpio nodal axis that I talked about in the last podcast a total lunar eclipse in Scorpio can stir up a typhoon of emotional turbulence shake us awake and rock our worlds especially if the shadow side is out of balance in our life Scorpio is ruled by Pluto lord of the underworld which will be retrograde during the lunar eclipse as it is today Intuition may lead you to a past event that may pass through in the days ahead to be resolved. The eighth house rules transformation, death, and the mysterious, but also other people's money, sex, and is ruled by Scorpio. Mythologically and symbolically, it's easy to see why a total lunar eclipse could be an emotional release point. The time between the eclipses is considered an eclipse gateway gateway by many astrologers. The energies during this period are active and represented by the mythological equivalents associated with the eclipses and the planets involved. This is where astrological assessments and analyses enter and are important. We have lived through one-third of 2022—2022, sorry— which was represented by all planets being direct. Much happened, including the announcement that we're out of the pandemic phase of COVID, although other variants remain. One-third of this year was shaking off the hangover of the last two. Look what's happened since COVID arrived. The Great Resignation, as it was called, had more people quitting their jobs and reassessing their lives than at any other time in recent memory. Life's unpredictability was compounded by the random wickedness of a plague. Institutions have been challenged. Our democratic society remains under threat. Relics like Putin commit acts of terrorism against civilians, yet organized democratic institutions falter through inaction. The the acceptance of alternative reality is embraced by people who can't accept that change is an inextricable part of life which eclipses emphasize Retrograde season is upon us, which I spoke about in the last podcast. Mercury entered Gemini yesterday and goes retrograde on May 11th. Contrary to pop culture babble, Mercury retrograde is an important time for creatives and all modern thinkers. A time to reassess, dig deeper, and recalibrate Recalibrate projects but also research ideas take a breath and look around at where you find yourself we are in an era of authenticity authenticity today's partial solar eclipse in taurus is meant to inspire our deepest desires and put our imagination on course with our passions the faded part enters as a surprise the goal is to align yourself with your soul's purpose do you know what it is? The greatest mathematicians and scientists faced doubt, criticism, and fear of rejection. Ideas conjured from intuition and abstract theories were believed absent proof. The scientific revolution, along with a r- religious tyranny, jettisoned astrology to the margins of theoretical importance, where it was deemed a quote-unquote pseudo- pseudoscience and a superstition. The value of astrology to people's lives hasn't been replaced, although it remains whispered about and derided as as unscientific and unprovable. Alchemical transformation, the mystical and magical, are heresy, according to the church, academics, and scientists. But these properties are the essence of and connection to imagination, intuition, and instincts. The importance of the eclipse today depends on where you sit. Are you enthralled with your life? Is passion behind your purpose? This is a time when authenticity will be rewarded. Surprises will fill in parts of your story that have been confused, where the effort to spark your intuition is encouraged. This is the fifth podcast in this series. It's the first time I've written a detailed script in the many years I've been doing podcasts and going back into when I, I did radio as a guest, guest and as a host. It is because this subject is so um, authentically deep inside but still so new to me that my anxiety... Is off the charts when I talk about it. (laughs) I also get downloads in the middle of this and nudges to go in different directions that that take me off course. I am not a historian. I'm not an astrologer or a scientist. I am an artist, a creative master, and a philosopher. My efforts to name mathematicians and their theories, as well as depict the philosophical nature and challenges of historical accounts, is to draw a wide view of philosophical theory that has led us to where we are today. This foundation includes astrology. Theories are informed through experience, with the first clues highlighted from our intuition, imagination, and the resulting instincts. Our brain automatically and systematically offers alternatives, even as our mind takes a leap away and beyond to consider whether there's another way that feels more authentic. Our inner critic, deep inside our brain, is programmed to keep us safe. Our soul nature prefers surfing the energies because it's unafraid of judgment and only interested in evolution. There is no fear there. Einstein knew he was right, believed it, and was oblivious to the critics. He didn't need to be famous. He waited. The quote-unquote mysterious isn't part of modern science, but this unknown quality guided Einstein's imagination through intuition, and his instincts told him he was right. One of the most important quotes from Einstein at least uh, part of it, is the most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It is the source of all true art and science. No science technique can quantify the mysterious. Experience is the only validator. The eclipse has already delivered something to me, As usual, it happened well before the eclipse today because my work into the mysterious prompts change long before an astronomical event occurs. There are so many memories, well, there were so many memories from my childhood for which I had no place of reference. The last memory was tagged to a recent event which was brought on in a manner that would only be important to me, but it answered the last question and put the final pieces of the puzzle into place of my life. My husband witnessed the moment. The last part of my past I care to excavate is complete. It took well over 50 years because the psychological scar- scarring to protect my sanity was thick. <sighs> a deep breath here. The push to create this podcast series came through research writing, psychic messages, deep meditation, and downloads. The messages I received over a lifetime had no moorings in in my Christian philosophy, I hadn't put the puzzle of my early life together, so I was confused for the greater portion of my life. I was 35, or in my mid-30s, when the lies came tumbling down and I realized I'd been living a myth. I, as I uh, said in an earlier podcast, lies were my life. I appeared one way to people while on the inside I was a mass of shattered experiences that didn't fit together. The life I'd constructed was a lie. This story <laughs> brings a lot of anxiety up to the surface for me. As an artist I've traversed Multiple creative fields and persevered over many de- decades. In the third act of my life, I'd come to a place where curiosity pulled me to explore deeper. It made no sense, but I couldn't stop myself, didn't want to stop myself. My writing prevented any more lies. This podcast is my authentic self, unhidden. Anxieties and all. <laughs> The leap leap I've taken to share my psychic world has changed my life and my health. The toll my life, my artist's life, has taken on my body is unmistakable. But I am finally, at long last, recovering. So much was pushed deep inside that I was suffocating. The launch of this podcast was predicated on the energies we're living through today. There's a symbol that represents this moment. I'm not talking about just the eclipse alone, but the new era we have entered. It's the fool in tarot. The fool is the odd card out in tarot, as it's interpreted by many. It's the first card in the major arcana, the number zero, Tarot is an ancient art from Italy somewhere around the 15th century, although the first tarot is unknown and undoubtedly much earlier. When I first picked up tarot, it terrified me. The reason was simple. Channeled messages I received starting very young remained off-putting, similar to when my devout Christian mother would share her knowledge about a warning she'd received for me when I was a teen. Mysticism amid Christianity blew my mind when I was young. I knew my mother had psychic impulses but couldn't make sense amid her tortured life, and she wouldn't talk about them. The images on the cards triggered me when I first picked up tarot. It took a long time before I became comfortable. I'm not an astrologer, nor am I an expert in tarot. I'm an artist, philosopher, and creative master whose psychic and internal messages have led me to a new path I can't deny. There is alchemy. There is magic. The proof is in experience. The fool is often represented as a person standing on a cliff overlooking an abyss. The Fool, simply put, is the beginning of a journey, a leap of faith into something new, a fresh start. Terror accompanies this card for me sometimes. This is one of them. One of my favorite tarot decks is Shadowscapes Tarot by Stephanie Pui Moon Law, not sure how to pronounce her name, and Barbara Moore. Here's part of what is written in their guidebook on The Fool. The fool has come a long way, traveled from far beyond to come to this pinnacle that rises upon the edge of the world, and yet her journey is just about to begin. She senses this with instinctive perceptions as she rises up on her toes, caught in in the breathless embrace of the wind in the moment before the plunge. Her heart pounds and flutters in her chest with the force of a hundred beating wings struggling to break free of the cage of her being until she feels she must be sprouting wings from her shoulders to glide forth from the place transformed. What happens next? The fool begins with a step and... Like all the great mathematicians who discovered ways to describe and illuminate the lives we lead, each of us make choices every day. You're not guaranteed an exhilarating next step if your choices haven't haven't supported your intuition, inspired your imagination, and ignited your instincts. There is risk in an authentic life which relies on no one for approval and steps beyond the status quo. It demands the ultimate, and that is to follow the path. But as we've seen recently, the status quo is crumbling Today's solar eclipse is part of the realignment, which will, which will continue through this eclipse gateway. What occurs during these next days and weeks will demand a reassessment at the Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse. Sometimes we make changes in our life. Other times circumstances present challenges and force change. I've been on many new journeys. This journey I'm on, in my third act, is the most authentic. I've been on, I've been through it all. I never revealed my inner creative world, the personal life I've lived as a philosopher and mystic who never fit in the world, no matter the job, the city or state I was in and the people with whom I've interacted attracting psychic messages and information that wasn't in my lived experience but warned of actions that must be taken to prepare for the coming event at a future time. My husband has witnessed it all over 20 years and seen the cost I've paid. He's paid a cost to be my champion. When you begin to live from the inside out, your instincts will spark from the deep imaginative corner of your mind, and hint, there is another path, a better way to live. The rhythms of the universe point to an energetic pathway where your deepest desires await discovery and ignition, but you must know yourself first. Are you on an authentic, authentic creative path that sparks your passion? Is it connected to your soul purpose? Or should you be headed in a new direction, a different direction? Eclipses are fated events meant to offer answers. Sometimes they shock, but there's no need to worry. If you're not sure what to do, start with meditation. Experience your mind at rest. Use retrograde season to dig deeper. You don't have to make a decision. Where answers drop and messages rise, you will find answers. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning. Imagination seeds your intuition and enlivens your instincts. Meet your mind. (laughs) Until next time. You can find me on social media. My website is taylormarsh.com. Enjoy the ride.